Sorry, I got stopped up on that mm. first part. So we both are a little sick. Yeah, yeah. The the theme for today's episode is gonna kind of uh, go around heat. Something. It's hot. We haven't introduced ourselves. Oh, I'm JP. I'm fiddling the owner. <laughs> yeah. We just started talking. It's so hot, I can't even think about who I am or anything. So who I am, where you are, just so, as long as you love me or something. So, meh. What's the latest news? Um. Well, we had a little busy. Well, I had a little yeah, busy. You've been working week. hard. So I was like every possible uh, live houses in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With different bands. With and... different bands, different music, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously you probably can figure out that my voice is kind of rusted. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a rusted voice. So, <laughs> so as long as I can continue I'll talk but mm. uh, um, so we've been kind of busy um, we had a back in town concert it went well you had a little voice issue at the very yeah, end yeah yeah I lasted for at least one so, set so, eh? yeah. so 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 and then it went out on me yes the laryngitis so, we apologize if we're not uh, yeah. able to I just changed <laughs> I changed a, a couple songs and, and put it in low keys so I could sing bass or something. So, yeah. So, but uh, um, upcoming shows, we are having a French restaurant concert. Yes, we will be playing at a French restaurant. I may be the least French person you've ever so, seen. Yeah. So, But so, I'm going to so. be representing France or something. So, yeah. At a French well, restaurant. at least the organizer uh, is having the same exact name right at least there uh, so, so, so <laughs> i guess that's the connection yeah yeah but he's french uh, so he's a french and yeah. john no john 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 seriously i don't get it john john no it's not john at all it's john 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 <laughs> whatever john. okay so anyway so he's Wee. jp also mm-hmm. he's a little jp yeah? mm-hmm. and because uh, <laughs> you're so tall <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, we'll be we'll be performing on July 29th Sunday mm-hmm. uh, around the seven o'clock. It says mm-hmm. it, it just says around the seven o'clock. It's mm. I guess it's a kind of French time. Well, it's it's a it's a restaurant, right? So you so, get a so meal. So in Shoin Jinjamae. If you don't know where that is, it's in Setagayaku, mm-hmm. and it's on Setagaya Line. Mm-hmm. Showing Jinja Mae. No, I remember the Setagaya line is a Chin Chin Din shop. So, 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 so. Sangenja, yakara, you can get on. Togo, do shimotakai, do kana, tato. Nandekido, eto, Showing Jinja Mae is the station's name. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like almost one minute walk from the. Um, where do you get on the Setagaya line from the other side at that Setagaya Daito? I said Oh, okay. That's the other side. Um, okay. So, but, uh, uh, or the Sangenjaya, or 
if you are near Odakyu line, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Umegaoka mm-hmm. station is very close to, I believe it's Matsubara or something uh, like that. Yeah. I mean, literally, like we, when you get off your Umegaoka station, the Sangenja uh, Setagaya line is right, across yeah. the road or so. Mm-hmm. So you can get off Umegaoka to mm-hmm. change to uh, Setagaya line. But the uh, Shoin Jinjamai, it's pretty neat place. Eh? Like, mm. uh, I know younger generation people starting to opening coffee uh, shop uh. or little restaurant, uh, bars, mm-hmm. so on. So, and still those. Old time, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a good mix. It's a trendy so, so, place, so, so, so I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, that I, I believe this, uh, like I said, John Paul, mm-hmm. uh, told John. John, John Paul told us, um, they, they have really good French food, uh-huh, uh-huh. so we get to eat that, so right, right. Um, I'm very excited. It, it is, um, free of a charge, basically, you just uh, give us. Some if we did if you think we did a good mm. throw us some money that's if the, you think we did bad if you think we're doing bad throw <laughs> us more money we'll quit like so ne so 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 but uh, basically it's called a nagesen live mm-hmm. so um you just need to come eat French food mm-hmm. and listen to us yeah <laughs> it's gonna be very authentic yeah <laughs> but, uh, like I said July 29th is mm. the uh, upcoming show. Mm. And uh, also, I'm going to mention, um, this is not really a performance performance, but uh, mm. we are going to attend Japanese Bluegrass Festival. Not a performance performance. Oh, so. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, if you're going to be at the festival, it's a performance. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, I mean, not mm-hmm. anybody can go there type of situation. Right. Everybody not, can go there. They can. But if you're not into bluegrass, then that's really like that's the only music you listen to. So, but uh, we are going to attend Takarazuka mm. Bluegrass Festival. I think my it original is, uh, festival, forty seventh uh, year. Is it six or seven? Seven. Seven. Yeah, bluegrass <laughs> festival. But uh, we will be there performing on August the uh, sixth Saturday. Saturday night. Uh, barely um will be we are placed as 11 21st 21 yeah 11 21 mm-hmm. uh in the night yeah so, so. it's probably going to be around sunday morning each type <laughs> yeah it'll probably be a little late <laughs> but we will be there and um also um we're gonna have a little bluegrass uh seminar type thing right right so for uh university students we'll be there from friday night through saturday Mm. yeah it'll be a road trip yeah we're gonna actually rent a car and drive (laughs) there so we'll see how it goes we'll see if we can make it or not (laughs) so that's kind of what's coming up all right is that pretty much it for now that's what I just said. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll just have to move on to the next part of the situation called Mountain, Mountain Story Time. Yeah. Mountain Story Time. What are we talking about this week on Mountain Story Time? 
Ah, okay. Heat. So it's so hot. Seriously, like what was today's temperature? The temperature gauge that I have, and it's digital. It's pretty good. I have it rigged up here on the porch, and it's not in the sun. I've got it hid under something. 112.5 degrees Fahrenheit, which whatever that is in Celsius, I don't know. Yeah. 44.4 oh is what it what it felt like on our porch <laughs> today and that was like at one o'clock in the afternoon oh my gosh so that's the heat that we've been dealing with here and it's every like even in the nighttime it like gets to like the lows like 88 so it don't even cool down at night so, too much concrete man. yeah there's so much uh, so much pavement concrete buildings and stuff there's not enough chance for it to cool down no, there's no nothing. So, so back home we've got a place. Uh, back in Tennessee, we've got a place we usually go to during the summertime. Beautiful place. Uh, it's a state park. Mm. Uh, it's part of the Cherokee National Forest, and then the state parks kind of mixed in with it also. Mm. But it's a place called Rune Mountain, mm. and uh, it's uh, it's kind of the highest. Mm. It's one of the highest uh, peaks in Appalachia. I think it's the fourth highest peak in Appalachia. That's all. I just said Appalachia. Sorry about that. Appalachia. Uh, I think it's the fourth fourth or fifth tallest peak in the eastern United States. Mm. But, uh, and so we usually go up there uh, during the summertime and what's so strange about the place is when you go up there, you know, it may be really hot in town. Mm. But then when you go to up on Jerome Mountain, it gets re it sometimes it's really cold. So, so. Sometimes you have to wear a coat. So you almost killed me maybe two three times. Eh? Yeah. Because it's so hot down bottom. Yeah. Where we used to live, and uh, so he's you know JP's always telling me like ah it's gonna be really nice up 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 there mm -hmm. so you know you just you know you you'll be feeling really good so you don't have to have a jacket or anything mm -hmm. like that. And then literally, it's like almost freezing. Like. Yeah, true. It's it's pretty <laughs> tall too. I mean, it's uh, I think it's you know it's about six thousand two hundred feet. Mm. I don't know what that is. Alexa, what's six thousand two hundred feet in meters? Six thousand two hundred feet is one thousand eight hundred ninety meters. So almost one thousand nine hundred meters. Mm. So that's pretty good size. Not. So almost two thousand meters. And uh, so that's kind of that's kind of the place that we go. And uh, I, you know, I've always I've been up there for a long time. They have a wonderful festival during the summertime, early in, earlier in the summer, I guess in the middle of summer. Well, the beginning of summer mm. uh, in June, the Rhododendron Festival. <laughs> We've been to that, haven't we? Mm, I still can't say. Rhododendron. <laughs> yeah, a lot of rhododendrons in Japan too. I've seen up there around uh, Tochigi. I saw. Yeah, like around uh, your grandmother's town or whatever. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, 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 rhododendrons uh, that were up there <laughs> when we went up there. I don't know what you all call them. I can't spell that fine. Uh, I can't either. So <laughs> you have to just type in rhododendron or something. I don't know. I, I guess I can't spell it because I can't say it right. Rhododendron. Rhododendron. How do you say that? 
Oh my gosh, this is so difficult. Let me see how it's spelled in real life. R-H-O-D-O-D-E-N-D-R-O-N. So, rhododendron. Rhododendron. But you don't say that. No, we call it rhododendron. <laughs> yeah, and there's no enium at the end of it. It's rhododendron. Ah, わかんない。あ、でも羊のあれなんだ。カインドブツツジで。いや、へすフラワーズ。ショーのネームイズシャクナゲ。うん。え、あ、カイロディネルム。ハウエバーダイズ。まあ、でもカイロディネルムフェス
I can't. I, I can't either. So. But anyway, it's some kind of movie about a deer hunter. <laughs> it's not the deer hunter. We finally watched that back a couple, a few months ago or whatever. It's kind of a lonesome movie. You remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Wow, that was strange. Seventies mm. movies are really depressing <laughs> and weird. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so so uh, we uh, anyway that place Elk, Elk River Falls is also near Rome Mountain so if you're in that area mm. uh, I'd recommend shooting over into North Carolina also and checking that that falls is easy to get to also so 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 I mean you can almost get to the place by car right you just have to walk like, like maybe like three or four minutes so, yeah but uh, and actually one of the first places I ever took Leona when she came to Tennessee I took her on top of Rome Mountain mm-hmm uh, in January. It's hold on now. <laughs> like and, the snow in there. Yeah, and all you had was that hoodie. Gap. Yeah, like, they had this big orange gap hoodie or whatever. <laughs> I was like, I won't be too bad. And there was like ice cool. and snow on the ground. <laughs> uh, so that back then I should have learned that I shouldn't trust you. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> but it is weird. We went there, uh, last year for the eclipse. Ah, that's all The, the nice. North American eclipse. That was weird. That was really that. weird. What basically we 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 got there. We had a bunch of friends come with us. Uh, Paul, John, and John and Paul, and and Aaron and Paul and John and everybody's <laughs> named John, Paul, and Whatever. Aaron. Uh-huh. And uh, so anyway, we uh, we showed up there to for the eclipse or whatever. And you know, I I had never been in a. I think the eclipse at that point was like supposed to be at that location 97% which is basically almost complete and it was so weird there was the you know you were up on top of the mountain and it's bald on top Hmm. it's got these bald kind of feels it looks like sound of music or something (laughs) and uh, so you're on top and you can see all the mountains around but the strangest thing was, was the 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 glow like the tint of the everything became so weird like uh, some sort of orange or you remember mm. it's like you know when you're watching a movie and uh you know that uh clouds get darker yeah 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 and then like bars are flying yeah. crazy and <coughs> so um but uh that's kind of the feeling that right. i felt like something like really scary something was going to happen or something like but, that. But uh, and then and then when it happened when the full eclipse happened it got really cold. Mm-hmm. And it got really cold and started raining. Mm. I almost felt like it was going to snow. So so we had to like run to get to, back to the yeah, car. Yeah, to get out of the car or to get, get out back into to the car. So. so but anyway, so uh but anyway, check uh, check out Rome Mountain if you get a chance. Uh that's kind of Kind of our secretive hangout hmm. uh, during the summertime back in uh, when we're back in northeast Tennessee. I haven't found one here yet, other than next to an air condition. Hmm. Uh, Mount Fuji's pretty nice if you can get up there. Like what, fifteen Celsius? Yeah, that's what it so. was the other day, which is still pretty warm for because Mount so Fuji's twelve thousand feet. Oh yeah. So if it's fourteen or something, mm-hmm. you can kind of get up there with a jacket maybe. that's true <laughs> that's true but uh, but anyway so check us out uh, check out Rome Mountain you can go online and check it out to uh, Rome Mountain State Park and find out information about it very interesting too one other thing before we move off the subject of Rome Mountain is most of the insect life and the plant life 
that's on top of Rome Mountain, because of its elevation, is mostly Canadian mm. plants and Canadian insects and bugs and stuff. Mm. Just because it kind of has the same, where it's cooler and colder, mm. even though it's in the southern part of the United States, it has a Canadian climate. Wasn't that movie some sort of a Canadian movie? Wasn't it? What's that? That, uh, what we talked about. The deer hunting movie? Um, no, it was in North Carolina. I saw I thought it was something to do with Canada. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it was redneck. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. It wasn't Canadian redneck. <laughs> that doesn't mean, like, no Canadians are redneck either. I mean, I've seen the redneck Canadian also. <laughs> I have too. Uh-huh. So, they do exist. I've actually jammed in a trailer park in there Canada before. But anyway, we'll move on to our next subject line, which is London in Japan. Hey, I saw you like that. It didn't have like a drone at the end or anything. There we go. But anyway, so so since we're going along with this heat story, we've already gave like a a, a travel. Warning, not a warning, but a warning. travel suggestion to go to Rome Mountain if you're in uh, Tennessee to try to escape the heat. So, but <clears throat> in ta-da. Japan, in Japan, the the temperature is, of course, temperature is, you know, making it really, really hot mm-hmm. and warm. However, the humidity is like it reminds me. Oh, this is really Asia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also to it, it reminds me you're on an island. Yeah. You don't never think it's big, so you don't notice you're on an island. Mm. <laughs> but when this time of year, it's like, yeah, I'm in so, some sort of Pacific island or something. So, like, like I mean, I've been to Malaysia once, mm-hmm. and when I went there, you know, I was like dying because it was so humid every day. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I feel like right now is almost as the same as that feeling. I mean, it, I mean, if it's 44 <laughs> degrees, it don't get much. If it gets hotter than that, you can't live. So, but anyway, so because of that, we have a very hot summer mm. um, every year, and then humidity is very high, so on, so, and Japanese ladies are very into protecting their skin. Mm, yeah, they yeah. in Japan, the if the skin is not burnt, mm-hmm. which some of us can almost get pretty brown color. Yeah, yeah. But like, mm-hmm. they don't want it to be right. So they always thinking about whitening their skin. Mm, yeah, no sun or anything so, like that. So, so the protection like a sun protection mm. uh, products were everywhere mm-hmm. and not just talking about sunscreen right type thing yeah it's like sun <laughs> sleeves and sun gloves and so, uh, and these kind of visors so really really long sun visor, no? sun visor that's uh, it's really tinted you can kind of see through it, but it's really dark tinted. And it looks like 
a lot of people wear them on a lot of women wear them on bicycles and it looks like Darth Vader's helmet turned around backwards <laughs> like the back part of Darth Vader's helmet so it looks like Darth Vader riding a bicycle backwards towards you is what these sun visors look like and it amazes me because like you know it can be 112 degrees or whatever 44 Celsius and there's people in hoodies with gloves on and it's always old usually older women and I just I have no idea how they can live wearing all of that I don't know. wearing all of that stuff and what you know what I, I'm not trying to be mean to older women or whatever <laughs> but you know if you're 70 years old you know you've made it pretty good time <laughs> and you've protected your skin this whole time you could probably let it out by now you know what I'm saying man and they don't want the skin to get more hanging then well I know but but I mean, and here's the other, here's another kicker. Sometimes you'll see younger mothers doing it, so, uh, but their kids are like almost naked. <laughs> so so they're pushing a stroller or have their kid on the bicycle, and they've got the Darth Vader thing going on, and they've got the <laughs> sleeves, they've got gloves happening up in here, and then there's their like newborn kid just getting baked <laughs> in the sun. Don't even have any shoes on. And, you know, any point in time, the most important point in time for any sort of health reasons is when you are little. little, Because that's what causes problems later. So, So if you're going to cover yourself up in Darth Vader uniforms, cover your kids up, I guess, you know? I don't know how... I don't know why they... Like, I mean, you know... I talked about they're trying to protect their skin to mm. be, you know, whitening and so on. So no wrinkles, yeah, so, all, so, so, all that. Like they want to look pale. Right, right. I didn't. I never had that. Like Japanese people are always, you know, thinking the skinniest as you can get is the prettiest. Yeah, and the palest, like so, so, so. so looking like you're almost about to die. <laughs> so is, seriously, yeah. is the I guess beauty mm. and and I was always chubby when even when I was you know yeah growing up or so so I never yeah I <laughs> but anyway I uh, I never really like dreamed to be you know I don't want to get too big, big right. but I don't necessarily want to get pale looking right but that's what they crave i don't know yeah i i I don't know and i I guess does it have something to do with kind of uh like the ancient look of a geisha where they have the really white makeup the powder so now the white powder type of situation must have something to do with just protecting your skin to be not baked right but the skinniness skinny situation is not that's more now back then back then if you're fat like really fat (laughs) right right i'm talking about really fat like sumo wrestler well, not oh, as big okay, because okay. you couldn't eat as much as right. sumo wrestlers. Even the sumo wrestlers back then weren't as big as they so, are so, now. So, so. But if you are, you know, chubby or big mm-hmm. lady, 
that meant you are rich. Mm-hmm. So you had all kinds of men coming right. towards you. <clears throat> they knew you had plenty of food. So, 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 so. I can, I can, I could <laughs> understand that. Excuse me, people. I'm choking today. So, that. So, Like it all. Somehow, I don't know when it started, but uh, Japanese men and women mm-hmm. started to think that, uh, like I said, the skinny, pale looking is the beauty. Mm. So they don't really eat anything, and they just don't want to bake themselves. So they'll wear long sleeves and you know all those stuff within this temperature. And now I do have to admit one thing personally: those sleeves. I did buy one a couple of years ago, or well, I bought two, but I just needed one, one. for when I drove when I was driving to Kentucky so much, and I always kept my arm in the window or out the window it was getting sun my one arm was getting burnt so i got one of those sleeves and put on my arm to keep my left arm from it did work yeah 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 no i mean it's it's totally fine it's kind of like a friend of mine i have a friend named joan big joan and we used to go to the beach together with him and big joan is uh uh he's pale Mm. I mean, he'd probably be so beautiful man. here. So done, He'd probably put him up on some sort of statue or something <laughs> and, and uh, make him like a, a prince or something. Not the singer, but like an actual prince. And uh, they, But anyway, we used to go to the beach with him, and he would get... I got sunburnt too, but I could still, if I put sunscreen, I was okay. Oh, so... But he would have to put sunscreen and wear a long-sleeve T-shirt to, to swim in the ocean and stuff. I feel from. I feel so bad to you all. <laughs> yeah, I mean I get burnt pretty bad, but Big Joan, right now probably wherever he's at, so just nice. because the sun exists, so nice. even if it's nighttime, he's burnt up right now, <laughs> just because the sun is somewhere and it might reflect. You know what so I mean? Nice. Beaming so. through the earth. So. But uh, I've always had I've, I've had several bad sunburns before, but you know I never got out too much. Man, I tried to stay in. That's, that was another, like, kind of, you know, like, you know, we'd been together for a long time, and then I never knew about the, sh- like, how, how you have to deal with it mm-hmm. until I got. Oh, like, always having to, <laughs> having to buy. Yeah, because, like, during the summertime back in Tennessee, sunscreen is, like, for sale everywhere. And, and there's, like, 40 different kinds. I know. And then like, I just, like, I, I, I mean, it's out here also, mm-hmm. but I never really, really thought how Im- important it is for you all. Yeah. Because your skin is much whiter than we are. And mm-hmm. Yes, you get burnt really, really bad. So really bad, and you know I've got kind of blondish, reddish hair. So, so that makes it even. So uh, makes head, it, yeah, makes it even worse. Yeah, and I keep my hair cut really, really short, so I have to. That's one reason I wear a hat all the time. So I like short hair, but I don't like to get my head sunburned. Mm. So you've you've got to do something. You know what I'm saying? So you got to wear the hat. So I'm a big fan of hats. But not that sun visor. Not that sun visor, no, no. Maybe if you if, if you probably Google Japanese sun vi- uh, sun visor, I guess. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna make it the okay. I'll make it the picture for this podcast yeah. on the uh, website. So like <laughs> every time he sees one of those lady mm. on the bicycle or you know walking by or whatever, then he makes this sound. 
<laughs> the Darth Vader breathing. Oh, and, and there is one other thing, too, for walkers. Walkers. The umbrella. Oh, true. But, but, now don't be confused. It's not an umbrella that protects from the rain. It doesn't work in the rain, most no, of those umbrellas no, no. don't. Sun. It's sun umbrellas. So, so, but you can't use the same one so, for rain and sun. It's, it's usually kind of smaller. It's smaller. Like Fluffy. Speed, well, I guess I guess back in the olden times, like true, true, true. in like England yeah, and stuff. Yeah, European people had it other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the old country, they used to carry stuff like that. <laughs> I guess that. this is still old country. I guess though. so, but they used to carry like lace umbrellas. So, so, so. I they used to wear like sleeves and gloves and stuff true. with their dresses. Huh. huh? I guess everybody used to be like that. Huh. Or more traditional than you all are then. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> but, hmm. Huh. I guess so. I just, and you know, those huge hats, they didn't have visors, but they had those yeah. giant round hats and stuff. Huh. Well, huh. I mean, some of those people in England still does, so. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess. Huh. Huh. Like nannies, or rich nannies, or something so, like that. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> is. That's my attempt at being British, but. But anyway, yeah, so I guess they still do that in, back in the olden times. So, although if you if you solve the problem, and it's not going to be non-DNN anymore. <laughs> I mean, I guess the, the question would be, why is it still going on? You know? My solid. You know, get some solid sunscreen. So, so sunscreen. Get some solid sunscreen. Sunscreen. And uh, and you can you can take care of take care of the sun problems. So. Yeah. So so anyway, so if you're ever in Japan, look for the <laughs> women. That's on a dollar store also. They, oh, you can buy it everywhere. Dollar store. You can buy it everywhere. You might want to get one and take it back home and show people. It might be good for, like, mowing. Maybe, like, if you have to so cut the grass or something. That's right. But it's a little quiet. Yeah. It's a little scary. Yeah. That visor. Yeah. Is, mowing. Like, is that Darth Vader turning backwards <laughs> on that lawnmower? <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to the next section now called Music Time. If you thought that was aggravating, then this segment is going to continue on until you get really sick of it, probably. No, I'm just going to hit the very first first little part. Uh, back a, back a few episodes ago. Uh, we, you don't, we, don't I know. I don't know. More How many? Few, I don't know. Three or four episodes ago. Yeah, so, so. We were doing kind of a lo- L- Lona. Lona. Leona musical origin story. Mm. And I kind of want to... Uh, I'll do mine, but I'll just do it in the segments at the end so we don't get bored too much. Mm. So anyway, so today I want to kind of take you from my musical my musical background up into the point of my first concert. Okay. All right. So growing up, I wasn't necessarily a fan of bluegrass or country music. Why you listening to rap and stuff? Well, I mean, I heard bluegrass and country music around me because of you know growing up in yeah. the mountains of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Area. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a lot of people wouldn't believe it, but it's still like on the radio. And yeah. I mean, even to the to this day, yeah, it's a local music. Yes, if you go to the store, yeah. you will hear. Yeah, 
Or you might see a jam session or something. So, to me, it was just like something my grandpa listened to or something. (laughs) He used to take, when I was a little kid, I used to go visit him and my grandma in Virginia. They used to take me to square dances Mm -hmm. and barn dance kind of things. Mm -hmm. They used to dance. So, Saturday night, they would take me deep in Virginia Mm. to like some sort of barn dance or square dance. And, uh, uh, you know, so to me... That was just uh, something that he listened to. Um. You know, I, I didn't hate it or anything. I was just like, ah, it's just old people's music or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I was kind of more into, to be honest with you, the first person I really got into heavy musically was Paula Abdul. Huh. Now, I really liked Paula Abdul. And uh, I got into her a little bit. Uh, then, you know, I got into, I was kind of more into, I, I liked rock music. Like guns, like we've talked before, like Guns and Roses, mm. and I also liked rap, which most people around me hated rap, but mm. I liked rap from, you know, the nineties or whatever, and uh, I always thought it was kind of interesting. So you know, that's kind of the music that I would listen to <laughs> perpetually. Then one, I think it was the fall time, my uncle come to pick me up and he had, he got this new truck Chevrolet truck uh-huh. and it was the first truck that had that I'd ever been in that had a CD player oh. he he bought it it was a couple years old but someone had added in a CD player I see, I see. to this truck and I was like wow it was the coolest thing ever so <laughs> and, and so me and him we were going to ride to uh, to my dad's house on top uh-huh. of the mountain and I was going to ride with him well, we went to uh, Walmart. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> we needed some CDs. But this is early oh, CD time. To buy CDs. Yeah. Huh. Didn't even have any at this point in time. Huh. Well, I, I, had a, I had a few, but for my home unit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And at this point in time, you know, even Walmart still was mostly tapes. Huh. The CDs were kind of just then starting to come in, but they mostly just had real when, popular. When is it? Oh, man, this is probably 93. 93? Yeah. And you didn't have CD yet? In the car? Uh. Not in the car. <laughs> I've never seen one. I saw. Yeah. So, so anyway, so we're busting, you know, we got the, he's got this big, I think it's Clarion CD player. I don't even know that one. Yeah, I think it's out of business now. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, so this Clarion CD player, so we have to go to Walmart, and we're wanting, and he's wanting, you know, he likes bluegrass and country and yeah. stuff, and he's wanting a bluegrass CD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they only have one bluegrass CD and then like four country CDs. They had rock and roll CDs mm-hmm. and pop music, but still the older music was mostly tape. Yeah. So he got this CD from the Osborne Brothers. Mm-hmm. The Osborne Brothers CD that he got was called "From Rocky Top to Muddy Bottom," mm. and it's a, a it's a it's a CD of songs by Felix and Boudelo Bryant. <laughs> okay, it's a husband wife songwriting <laughs> team, uh-huh. and uh, uh, they wrote "Rocky Top" uh-huh. and uh, the song uh, "Georgia Mules and Country Boys," and mm. they wrote a bunch of songs. Whatever's on that CD. Uh-huh. I can't remember all of them, but yeah. uh, so so 
we get that CD and we're riding, you know, we put it in in this big sound system. Had, the truck had big speakers in it too, added in, uh-huh. like behind the seat. Killer sound. Mm. So anyway, so we're in this optimum sound and he pops in this CD and we start riding up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Wind is down. Riding up. Then. Nice day. Mm-hmm. And I hear this music. And I'm like, you know, I know it's bluegrass or country, but I'm like, I kind of get into that. <laughs> kind of like that. I like that high sound. High sound. Yeah, because I was always a fan. I, musically, whether it was rock or even rap, I know this sounds strange, I always turned the treble up higher than the bass. Uh, I like more treble than the bass. So I like the high pitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of my problems whenever sometimes I'm engineering. Mm-hmm. I want to put too much treble into yes. it. I don't want no bass on it. But... But anyway, that's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing all this high singing, high pitches, uh, banjo. I, I had that, uh, that CD has a little bit of steel guitars and stuff mm-hmm. in it too. So I'm hearing all this stuff. So I'm totally mesmerized. And as I'm riding up through there, I'm listening to each song. And I remember trying to figure out which instrument is doing what. Mm-hmm. Like the solo part. Because mm-hmm. even when I listen to rock and roll music, I was always interested in the solos, mm-hmm. the instrumental solos. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to shred guitars or something. Shred like guitar. Van Halen or something. I don't know. Right. Whoever. Slash. But anyway, so... so, so I just want to say those words. What? Slash? Slash. slash. Yeah. <laughs> or whoever. But anyway, so, so I'm listening to this CD, and, you know, it's got Rocky Top. I know that song. Mm-hmm. You have to if you're from Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, wow, this is kind of interesting music. So, uh, you know, we make our trip up, and I'm I'm kind of into it or whatever, and come back down. I'm like, uh, I think I asked him. I believe I know I did. I asked him if I could borrow that CD so I could take it home, and make a tape out of it. Tape out of it, okay. Yeah, I had a recorder uh-huh. on my home Pioneer stereo system. Mm-hmm. So you know, I made a tape and I listened to it a little bit more, and I was like, I kind of like this stuff. And uh, my great grand, I was over at my great grandmother's house not, not house not long after that. Mm-hmm. And my uncle, the one I was riding with, and my other uncle on my dad's side, mm-hmm. both played some guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had started playing a little bit of bluegrass or country guitar. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, my grandpa, well, he he tried to learn how to play banjo, but it didn't go too well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they needed another instrument. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I kind of like his music. And I said, I believe I. They needed something besides another guitar. So I'm like, yeah, I might play some banjo. So I told my great-grandma, uh, I was like, I might I might try to learn how to play banjo. She's like, I've got one back here in the closet that your great-great-grandpa hand-carved. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And uh, she went back there and drug it out and threw it out. The strings were broke on it mm-hmm. and everything. And the head was probably either cat or cow skin. It was the original... And it had busted, yeah. come apart. And I was like, she's like, if you want to take it, you can if you want to play it or whatever. So I took it, and I took it to a friend of my uncle's, and he mm-hmm. fixed it up and uh, got it where it was playable. I mean, it was still a rough banjo. It was, you know, handmade job, yeah. but it, it played. Mm-hmm. And uh, and my great-great-grandpa made it, like, back in the, I think in the 30s. 30s, huh? Yeah. Uh, he was a woodworker, and he mm-hmm. just, I guess, decided to try to make one yeah. or something. And uh, so, anyway, so I started taking lessons on banjo. Uh, literally, all this happened within about a week. 
I saw. Yeah. Uh, and I needed to go, I needed another CD to start listening to uh, before I started taking lessons. I was wanting to really learn, mm -hmm. uh, engage myself, because I didn't know hardly any of the, I didn't know the songs or mm -hmm. anything. So I went to the mall. The mm. mall. The mall. It's oh, called my. the mall. The mall. The mall at Johnson City. The name is the mall. <laughs> so give respect where respect's due. The mall. <laughs> the mall. Still there. Yeah. And anyway, back in that time, they had a CD store. I saw. Yeah. I think it was called Cats. Uh, Cats CDs. And uh, I go in. Uh huh. And I find that they have some bluegrass. Uh -huh. They've got more CDs at the mall than Walmart. Because it's the it's mall. the mall. Yeah. So I go in there, and they've got... This is probably one of the greatest decisions I ever made. They have two box sets. Uh-huh. That's what I was wanting was a box set. Uh-huh. And I'm debating on which two to get. Uh-huh. One on the left is... They both look old, black and white, uh -huh. whatever. One on the left is Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys. Mm. And I still, at this time, didn't really understand who Bill Monroe really was. Mm -hmm. And then on the right was Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys. <laughs> well, I saw uh, that Playboys, and I was like, it might be cooler. You know? I was like, it's Bob Wills. His picture looked more cool, too. Mm, yeah. And I was like, huh. And I was like, but this says bluegrass boys, so I better get this. And little did I know at the time, the first bluegrass CD set or CD at all that I purchased was the Bill Monroe Columbia Sessions, which were the first original bluegrass recordings. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I studied I was the first recordings. Aww. It's basically Bill Monroe from like 1938 to... 1949. I see. So it's all the time like when Flight and Scruggs come. I see. And all that. So that was my first purchase. I see. Into the bluegrass world. Mm. Well, then I started taking lessons. And then not long after I started taking lessons, I took lessons from a great banjo teacher. His name's E.C. Miller. Oh, I love him. Uh, he was a great guy. Uh, taught thousands of people how to play mm -hmm. banjo in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, took lessons from him and I remember asking him like where music was where mm -hmm. I could hear some stuff because I was learning like first song was like Cripple Creek and I didn't even know what that song sounded like mm -hmm. and he would play the song for me and I would record it on a tape recorder mm -hmm. but and uh, so he said they have music over at the down home mm -hmm. in Johnson City yeah. it's kind of a famous uh, pub or kind of pub music listening house they have mm -hmm. some food drinks whatever kind of the main place in East Tennessee for bluegrass and acoustic music. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I'd heard about it before people talk about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was like, all right, I need to go. So I went. I couldn't, at the time, I was only like 13 years old or mm -hmm. something. 13 or 14, something like that. I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get in yeah. without my mom, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And technically, I found out later I wasn't supposed to be able to get in at all unless I was 18. I saw. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't They didn't say anything. Because mm. I kind of, they kind of, a couple of them knew me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, went, I asked my mom to go. And she's like, I hate to just go over there with you alone. And she was single at the time, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't know. I said, 
take my granny. So my great, it was my mom and my great grandma took me to my first concert <laughs> at a bar. Uh. And uh, we went to the down home and I saw the first bluegrass band I ever saw. Uh, I didn't know anything about them. I just knew they were bluegrass and they were going to be there. It was called the Traditional Grass. Mm. And it was a band that had like Joe Mullins and mm. his dad, Moon Mullins. And, yeah. uh, very good. I still have a, yeah. a CD. Uh-huh. Uh, very good band. Uh, I think they didn't last much longer after that. Mm-hmm. They were just around for two or three years. Yeah. But uh, uh, very good band, and I totally was mesmerized that night at uh, Joe Mullins' banjo playing. Uh-huh. First kind of professional banjo player ever seen play a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, from that point on, I just worked every day. Uh, I practiced every day at least an hour at least an hour Mm -hmm. sometimes literally like if it was a saturday and i was just at home i would Mm -hmm. practice all day same song over and over and over again and that's kind of what uh, i I just got totally into it Mm -hmm. uh you know i was reading the uh, i was reading some stuff about bill monroe i was listening to those records i got some more bill monroe cds i started getting ralph stanley cds so i basically started with the old old stuff Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And then worked, and then I worked my way back up because I felt like I needed to work on the original old stuff. Mm. But even even you you worked on those old songs from older generation people. Mm-hmm. The how easy taught you first was the role. Right? Yeah, yeah. My very first probably months worth of lessons, most mm-hmm. maybe, was just learning how to do roles. Yeah, different role. Uh, different finger with different strings just the patterns uh and i believe if i'm not mistaken it was almost a month before i even used my left hand hmm. and so most people would get frustrated and just quit because yeah. like all i'm doing is going like uh all, all i'm doing is sitting here going like over and over three two five one four two five kind of saw after I went through that struggle with just doing that to memorize the roles mm-hmm. it, it made it work yes I mean yeah. to me I mean mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of banjo players and you know I can tell if you started out with the role mm-hmm. to practice or yeah. not right 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 because if you have the role steady role mm-hmm. then they will never stop. They right, will right, just right. flow. Right, right. So. So, so that's kind of that's kind of where where I started from, and then uh, we'll stick a pin in it for this week. <laughs> so we'll end at the down home, me watching the traditional grass, my first band, and getting really excited. Yes. And then uh, next episode we'll kind of continue on, and I'll talk a little bit more about <laughs> what I got into after that. Before you do the uh, part two, you need to uh, make sure your voice is back. Exactly. I've got this deep <laughs> voice right now. So deep and monotone. So. But anyway, so so we appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, don't forget, actually, uh, one thing I did want to mention, uh, if you've made it to the end of the podcast, uh, go on Facebook, and I've created a uh, Facebook fan page for the JP Pod. It's on Facebook, and it's uh, the the way to get to it is the JP Pod, T H E J P Pod, 
And also, we have a new email address. You didn't know that, did you? No. We have a new e- email address also. If you want to email us about the podcast specifically, you can email us at thejppod at gmail.com. Huh. You've, see, I've been working like crazy while you've had all these concerts yeah, you're playing at. Uh, while I've been uh, working for Pre- my bills to pay. Yeah, so. yeah. I've been making stuff on the internet. <laughs> so anyway, check, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, and, and as always, you can get us. Uh, you can get us at Amazon uh, Podcasts or iTunes. Uh, just search the JP Pod, or you can go to www.johnpaulusa.com/podcast, and you can download our episodes and read more information about them if you'd like to. Uh, and also, if anyone likes uh, likes fiddling Leona and uh, wants to get any of her stuff, actually, we just mailed a few minutes ago a CD back to a guy in Tennessee. So, so. you can go on her website if you want any of her CDs. Uh, whether if you're in Tennessee or Japan, mm. we can get them to you. Just uh, go on the website at www.fiddlingleona, F-I-D-D-L-I-N-G, Leona, L-E-O-N-A, dot com. Mm-hmm. And you'll be going, she'll sign it. I'll sign it. Mm. So, And I'll tell you what. Mm? <laughs> if you order the CD, <laughs> I'll even send, if you order the CD and you're a listener to the podcast, you put it in the remarks. On the when you order the CD, uh, I'll send you a John Paul USA sticker. Ah, hold on that. If you order a CD, a free sticker, you can't beat that. True, true, true. So just let us know that you're a John Paul USA or a JP Pod listener, mm. and we'll send you a John Paul USA sticker, hey. vinyl decal with the Fiddle and Leona CD. All right, so we appreciate you for listening, and don't forget to rate us or like us on uh, on iTunes. So maybe one day we can get some sponsors. That's what we're looking for. Mm. All right, so I'm JP. I'm Fiddler Leona. Have a good night, good day, good morning, whatever time you think it is. Mm-hmm.